Hello, and this is uh, Nick Kennedy, your gray man. Uh, just about in the middle of a nice uh, Martin Luther King long weekend, which is always nice. Uh, temperature's a little cold out here for for the Atlanta area. Um, I guess the whole country's getting a, a cold uh, hit right now, um, so I shouldn't complain. I think we're only like maybe in the low 40s. Um, and I understand it's a lot of snow in the Northeast and uh, cold air there, so I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Um, anyway, so today I decided that I was going to review um, Dune Part 1. And the reason is, um, I think in March it's slated for the second uh, part of that to come out. Now, for the longest time, and I've got to admit this, um, I've been avoiding this movie. And there's a few reasons for that. And the first one is that uh, in 1984, the first movie came out. Now, um, I was working uh, thereabouts in movies around that time, um, and they didn't have the internet back then. So, you know, we just basically read publications that they came out at the theaters, et cetera. And um, so I, I'm relying on, on this information being mostly reliable. But, you know, again, the, the 80s, we couldn't really look it up on the Internet. But it uh, makes sense to me. The original movie was kind of a mess. It was running around, uh, you know, with different directors. It was a very complicated movie to make. And uh, I, I guess, you know, they would bring on some directors. They'd look at it and just go, yeah, no, thanks anyway. Um, and then there was a... A director, one of my favorites of all time, by the way, David Lynch, um, and he had his eye on a script uh, called Blue Velvet that he wanted to uh, to create and work on. And uh, he had a young protege. He was uh, he was eyeing for the role in Blue Velvet, Tom McLaughlin. Um, and I guess the studio said to him, "Well, you know, we'll give you Blue Velvet if you will take this, you know, mess off our hands." So David Lynch figured, oh, you know, I'll um, I'll use this as kind of a, a workshop to get my young protege some, you know, some experience. And again, this is all this is this is basically stuff I read for magazines many many years ago. I'm assuming it's mostly true. Anyway, he took over the, the reins of uh, of the original Dune, and his heart really wasn't in it because uh, he was really doing it to get to Blue Velvet. Um, anyway, the movie finally got made and it had all kind of budgetary problems and, you know, it was one of those things like, uh, they kind of knew before it got out that it wasn't going to go far, kind of like how Marvel is now. Um, so anyway, it was released under a name, the director was named Alan Smithy. Back then, when directors put out uh, a movie or a work and they didn't really have a lot of, um, faith or confidence in it they would slap on the name Alan Smithy uh, as kind of a way of saying, I just own this movie. Now, a lot, lot of movies back then had that. Uh, they don't do that anymore. They don't even allow it um, for some reason. That actually was a movie that came out a while back about uh, about that, a comedy, I think. Um, I forget the name of it. It was, it was, you know, it mentioned the name Alan Smithy and the whole thing was, you know, people making movies that they weren't particularly proud of. Anyway, he went on to make Blue Velvet, by the way, which is one of my favorite all-time movies. Um, and Conor Glockman has been a pretty good actor. Um, so I guess it, it had a good ending. The the bad uh, part, of course, is that uh, Dune was never really truly made the way it was supposed to. Um, about 22 years ago, 
I decided that I was going to sit down and read the Dune books. And uh, there's quite a few out there. Um, and I, I, I guess when the, the author, uh, Frank Herbert, I think, uh, died, his son took over and um, continued making them. I don't remember how many books I read. I, I read an awful lot. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with the story, but being 22 years ago, the exact, uh, the exact, details of, of the book escape me i just remember the the main details the main parts uh, well anyway getting back to that so for that reason and a few other reasons i was kind of hesitant to watch dune um but i figured you know if i'm going to be doing these podcasts um i should sit down and 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 watch it so last night i i sat down and i uh watched the movie um and uh i gotta tell you i i really enjoyed it I really did. I, I have to say that right off the bat, we'll get into more details, but I would, this was a very pleasant surprise. It was directed by, and I know I'm going to push this last name and I apologize, Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve, he was born in, uh, in Ontario, um, Quebec, uh, plus to where I was born, actually. Um, only I think a few years later after me. Anyway, um, and he did an outstanding job. Uh, he's known, been known for a few movies. Um, I guess among the, the, the biggest uh, he, uh, was The Arrival that came out a few years ago with Amy Adams. Um, didn't like the movie myself. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Going off on a quick tangent here about The Arrival, it had aliens that supposedly were of superior intellect that came down and uh, wanted to meet us. But Amy Adams played a scientist, if I remember correctly, and she had to come up with a way to communicate with these, um, you know, these, these uh, beings that were so much more far advanced than we were. I think they spoke through pictures or something. And to me, that just didn't make any sense. I mean, if, if you're an intelligent life form and you're going to go talk to somebody or something that is way behind you, wouldn't you kind of want a way to communicate? I mean, I, I couldn't imagine going to a hell of ants and figure, okay, guys, I'm here. And I figure out a way to talk to me and I'll just stand here. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you would think you would have that all figured out before you go visit them. You wouldn't go just sit down and, with a lower life form and say, okay, I'm here, you know, figure it out yourselves. Um, I never really got beyond that. Although I, I love Amy Adams. I can watch her just about anything. Uh, he also did a great movie, uh, Sicario. Um, outstanding. I really, I enjoyed that tremendously. Uh, I also watched, uh, I don't think he did Sicario 2, but that was also decent, but not as good as the original one. Uh, Emily uh, uh, Blunt was in that movie uh, and Josh Brolin, who's also in this. I uh, really enjoyed that. So he also did Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, another great movie that not many people know about. Um, I would highly recommend if you are looking for a movie um, that you look that one up. Um, and also a very understated movie, Blade Runner 2049, uh, with Ryan Gosling came out a few years ago and, uh, he did that as well. So this is a guy that's got some, got some credibility. He's, he really does. Um, so, and, and this is no exception. Um, I, I did like this, uh, to go through it now. Um, it stars Timothy Chalamet. I believe that's where you say his name. Um, I was a little reserved about jumping on board with him. Um, I think he can act. I, it, it, you know, it's not a matter of that. It's just a matter of the role. Um, this is supposed to be, you know, some somebody that, uh, you know, he's he's kind of a nobody. 
um, and he ends up uh, becoming, uh, you know, almost like a, a cult hero, taking him with, with the sandworms and all that kind of stuff. So it's like he starts off, um, you know, a, a, a kind of weakish boy, and he ends up being uh, the promised, uh, the, the promised hero of of you know the planet, the galaxies, whatever. Um, I just. It, to me, he just looks like you want to feed the kid. I mean, he looks like he's what ninety pounds. Um, so I was wondering, you know, about that, and I and I and I still do. I, I will say this: at the beginning, he's supposed to be a kind of a frail kid, and it, that certainly works. Um, and maybe he's going to just hit the hit the weight room, and maybe he can he can bulk up. I mean, people have done it before. Um, maybe he's going to just you know come out looking like uh, Thor or Captain America. Uh, for the next movie, I don't know, um, but yeah, for the big for this first one, he's he's actually fine. I think his his acting is very very good. He's a likable guy. Um, I think he did an outstanding job. Um, it's just that again, his physical presence that I'm wondering in the next movie when he, he rises up to become, you know, the promised hero of of the sand or you know, sandworms, etc. If he's really going to look the part. Um, Oscar Isaac, uh, I gotta tell you, you know, he's he, he's not on my favorite list, uh, mostly because of the fact that um, anyone who does the, the the trilogy of the latest trilogy of Star Wars has got two marks against them. But Adam Driver has won me over. Um, I forgive him for for those movies, and actually, I enjoy watching it, Adam Driver. Uh, in his movies now, so I can I can change my mind. I mean, I'm I'm open to to that, and I'm I'm you know giving Oscar Isaac uh, you know a chance. Uh, I, I do think somehow he seems to be there. there are some actors that are kind of force fed us a little bit. Uh, Pedro Pascal, I think, is the same way. Um, they they try to you know put him in everything. So I got to be a little bit careful that I prefer you know uh, actors who maybe weren't overexposed, uh, but for the reasons why, you know, Pedro Pascal, I, I just, I'll never think different for Wonder Woman in 1984. Uh, but even beyond that, you know, he's just seems, I swear, I, I expect to turn on the TV and watch him in a Charmin commercial. Um, but anyway, uh, but Oscar Isaac, no, he's done some good stuff. He, you know, he did a small part in Annihilation, um, which I didn't love, but it was okay. Uh, Ex Machina, I think he did an outstanding job. And, um, uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's slowly winning me over. Uh, but uh, those Star Wars movies, boy, they 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 did it to me. I'm not uh, <laughs> really I'm not a big fan of many people from those movies. Uh, Zendaya, um, a very beautiful young woman, um, doesn't have a big part in this yet. I think that you know the, the second part's going to come out, and she's probably going to be given a chance to shine then. Um, but I find her to be very likable. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that, but if you, if you're a big Zendaya fan and you think that she's going to own part one of Dune, unfortunately, no, um, I think she's got a couple of lines at, at most, uh, in this, you see her smiling, very beautiful girl, beautiful woman, um, but not a huge part of the, in this part of the movie, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, um, I, I was, uh, very impressed with her performance, um, I think she was, uh, much better than the 1984 version with uh, Virginia Madsen, um, but uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought Rebecca Ferguson uh, did did a fine job, and she's she's someone to watch. She's going to be probably coming out with more movies. Uh, Jason Momoa, you know, 
I remember him in uh, the last season or so of Baywatch. Very young, if you, if you, uh, you probably wouldn't remember him unless you go back and watch Baywatch, but uh, um, he was a kid then. Um, I gotta tell you, you know, at first, you know, when you start following his career back, back, you know, in the day, um, at first he just comes off as like, uh, um, you know, a big muscle head, like almost a modern day Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, but you know something, I gotta tell you, I think he is um, really getting some acting chops. Uh, I remember him in, uh, he was in uh, Stargate Atlantis, I think. And they brought him in the second season because the show was missing something. And he he did actually deliver. Uh, he's not just, uh, you know, a, a big brawny, uh, you know, handsome guy for the women. Um, he's actually, he comes across as somebody that, you know, if he was, uh, if he was hanging around, I would want to go and have a beer with him. He looks like he's just a good guy, good time. Um, you know, he's he's a very likable person. And I think he's actually uh, developing into being, uh, you know, quite the actor. I don't expect him to, uh, you know, to battle uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for uh, for any parts or anything like that. But if you're looking for a good supporting role, um, you know, I think he's, he's very solid. And like I said, he's actually a very likable kind of guy. Um, you know, so, uh, like, you know, Dolph Lundgren, I mean, he might be a great guy, but, you know, he just doesn't look like somebody who you could have a beer with, you know, and Jason Momoa, I think, just looks like a friendly guy. You know, I don't, don't know much about the guy. I'm just telling you the image he's, show, you know, when you watch one on, on the screen, he's highly likable. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised. I didn't think he was going to have much of a career, but I, I think he's very solid. Uh, also, uh, Stellan uh, Skarsgård. Hope I got that name right. He's been in a ton of things. A lot of the Avengers movies goes back to Goodwill Hunting. He was in that. Um, I think he was in a movie with Diane Lane back in the early 2000s, like the glass house. And um, I think he was I'm trying to think who else was in that movie. Well, Drawing a blank, but uh, but it was an okay movie. I saw it at the theater. Um, oh, anyway, I know there's, there was a young girl in that in that movie too, and I just can't. She doesn't act anymore, and it's her name's avoiding. Might might come later on. I don't know. Um, but she she looks like Helen Hunt a little bit, a very young Helen Hunt. Anyway, getting getting back to the to that, he was also in Mamma Mia. Um, if you, if you like that kind of thing, uh, Josh Brolin, of course, uh, he was also in Sicario, uh, plays, plays a very tough man. Generally he was Thanos, of course, uh, lest we forget, uh, um, he was in Jonah Hex, which a lot of people wish they could forget, uh, no country for old men. Uh, and, uh, let's see what else. Oh, also we have, um, Javier Bardem, who's lucky enough to be married to Penelope Cruz. He was also in No Country for Old Men, uh, a movie called Mother with Jennifer Lawrence that um, I'm not sure I could recommend it. I enjoyed it because it was so strange. And, um, you know, th th there's been a lot of, of talk about what the movie was actually about. Um, Jennifer Lawrence uh, didn't actually even know when they asked her on a, on a, a talk show. Um, 
which she didn't said she didn't understand any of the movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if 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 you're kind of guy like me that wants to just watch a movie and doesn't mind having you know the wreck their brains afterwards figuring out what the hell that I just see, then go see Mother. Um, otherwise, you might want to miss it. Uh, uh, Skyfall um, is he was also in that as well. Uh, another guy, David Batista, Guardians of the Galaxy, played Drax. Um, He'd been doing a few things too. Uh, I think he was in um, Blade Runner 2049 also at the beginning there. Uh, Charlotte Rampling, for those old timers, she was uh, like me. She was in The Verdict with Paul Newman back around, I want to say like 1981 or so. She was also in the movie uh, Swimming Pool, which came out around 2003. If you don't uh, recognize the movies or her name, you probably recognize her. She's been a lot of things. Uh, now, one of the things that, that confused me about the movie is there was a character, and I know I'm going to mess his name up, and I apologize. He was Nigerian, and um, I'm always going to say nice things about Nigerians because um, uh, Nigerians and African people in general have always been good friends of mine. I'm actually uh, married to a Nigerian woman. Um, so, yeah, but doesn't mean I can pronounce their names. I'm going to do the best I can with this. Uh, Babs, that's the easy part. Alusan Mokun. Now, if my wife was here, she'd probably die of embarrassment. I pronounced his name that way, but that's how it looks like to me. Olasan Mokun. Anyway, he's a, I, I looked it up. He's like third degree jujitsu uh, master, and he shows it in this movie. I was kind of hoping that they would make more of, um, of, of his role. Uh, he is, and there might be a very small, tiny spoiler here, but I think everyone pretty much assumes that Timothy Chalamet is going to be in part two and he can't die in the first half of part one. So, yeah, there was a, a duel between the two of them to the death. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was being one of those things where oh, I forget his name. I think it was like J Jamis or Jamis or something like that in the movie. It was played by uh, Babs. And I'm not trying to say last name again um and they, they did a duel uh to the death and i i was kind of hoping that uh that uh, babs with a challenging you know this young kid would end up mentoring him and they would end up with those you know the old story about how two people are bump, bump their heads at the beginning and then there's a mutual respect and they grow into a friendship and maybe down the road you know the the one that was uh inexperienced and young would turn around saving the guy, but it doesn't end up that way, um, which is a little bit, you know, disappointing to me. I thought they could have done more with that role. Um, but anyway, that, and he's also uh, in Strange New World. I've never really seen that, um, but he, he's actually in there. Um, so anyway, those, those are the people that basically are in the movie. And uh, just really quickly, the movie was, was long, but it ran, in my opinion, like a short movie. I really enjoyed it a lot. Cinematography was outstanding. Um, the one thing that I enjoyed about it was, and I've not really seen the, the 1984 version of this movie in many, many years. I'm not inclined to watch it again uh, because I've got better things to do for three hours of my life than watch that. But I, one thing was very much over the top. They had Sting play the bad guy. And I remember uh, the time Sting was very popular. Um, and it just, it, it seemed like it was just too large. Uh, uh, things were just uh, over the top. 
And this is a very this very is a very understated movie. And I think Dune has to play that way. I don't think it's uh, uh, one of those those movies that you know you need a lot of uh, explosions and and you know star fights and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it, it needs to be understated. I think the story is very long and involved and it, you know, you got to pace yourself and it does that very, very well. Um, and I think the 84 version was too much. The fight scenes, by the way, were really top notch, uh, especially the ones with Jason Momoa. Um, I don't know how much Timothy Chalamet did. I would tend to think they probably got more stunt doubles for him, but it's still, I played really well. The very fact that I, I don't really know how much he did shows that it was pretty seamless as far as that they did use stunt. So overall, I thought that the action fight scenes weren't too many of them. They didn't they didn't rely heavily on them. This wasn't a John Woo movie or anything where uh, you know everything's blowing up every few seconds. Um, it, it was necessary. It was necessary fighting, necessary explosions. Nothing uncalled for. No, nothing you know again over the top. Um, the plot here is at least as important as the action. And that's rare, uh, I think, for these kind of movies, especially the science fiction one. A uh, couple other things, the worms, I thought looked really very, very credible. It's very hard, I think, to, to come up with something like that, to say, okay, you know, we're going to, uh, to have these giant sandworms um, and not make it look hokey. It, it, it's a tough, it's a tough sell. I think honestly, I do. Um, I don't think that they telegraphed the plot too much. I know it's got another movie coming out, part two, but I read the books, and I still, again, I read the books twenty-two years ago, but I still um, found that I was had a lot of questions as to where it was going to go. I know basically where it's going to go, but I, I didn't remember. For example, that whole role with um, Janice, the uh, the Nigerian jujitsu champ. I don't recall whether he was in the book or not. I, I don't know if he was. Um, I may, I may try to dig that up later on. I don't really think it really matters. I enjoyed it whether it was or it wasn't. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think overall though, it was done. It was done pretty well. We didn't let the cat out of the bag too too much. There's still a lot of mysteries going on. Um, and even me knowing how more or less it's gonna end up, I still really enjoyed it. So that's pretty much it. If I was gonna give it a grade, um, trying to find a way of, of like, you know, measuring these, I, I guess if I'm gonna use the IMDB with the scale of one to 10, I would give this, um, I'd give it an eight five. I would give it an eight five and I, um, yeah, I think an 8.5. I mean, I think it would be pretty hard to get, you know, more than that without really, really wowing me. Um, but, I, but I will say that, again, for a few reasons, I have very low expectations. I dreaded seeing this movie. And uh, it was one of the few movies that I can honestly say I, I really enjoyed this past year. I know it's 2021, but I just watched it last night. So um, anyway, that's how it goes. I will be... Um, Obviously, watching part two, I'll probably go to the theater to see that one because I'm, I'm completely sold on this. I do wish Jason Momoa uh, was going to be, uh, you know, uh, in that in, in part two, but I don't see his name in there. So maybe he's not. So maybe he's going to be uh, snuck in later on. Who knows? But anyway, 8.5. Great movie. Got, if you got nothing to do, I think it's on. Um, 
think it's on Netflix. Uh, I think that's where I caught it. But anyway, so there you have. Um, if you like this video, please uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, and uh, hey, you know, thanks for joining. And I hope it was uh, good for you too. Take it easy now. Bye.